Ladies and gentlemen, Liam Walker here, and as if I needed any more proof the universe hates me, I am sitting here with Boone the Gator King. Well, I hate you too, don't worry, Liam. Now, Boone, aside from the fact that murder is illegal in all 50 states in Canada, what was it that made you get into professional wrestling? Well, Liam, you know, I personally like punching you in the face, so I thought that was a good reason, but other than that, I like putting people down. I like putting people on the ground, and I like making them squeal like pigs. Ooh, that's some heavy Alabama stuff right there. Well, aside from making pigs and people squeal, what did you do before you got into pro wrestling? You know what? Well, I guess I can answer that honestly. Before I got into pro wrestling, I was in and out of juvenile jails. And uh, I went on this camping trip. I remember it very vaguely. But everyone in my camping trip got eaten by a gator. And I got lost in the Everglades. And if you guys really want to know what happened to Boone, Father Jim found him. Father Jim taught me my ways. Father Jim made me strong enough to go back and find that gator. Her name was Bessie, by the way. And personally rip her head off. That's what I did. And then after that, I just went from swamp to swamp, fighting the biggest gators I could find. And I got tired of fighting gators, so I came to fight men. So moving on from Deliverance, the Boone story, who were some of your inspirations in pro wrestling, and have you incorporated any of their tactics or techniques into your moveset? Well, Liam, when I was younger, I used to watch Sting. The Stinger, he definitely was uh, number one on my list. Undertaker was number two. But I definitely got inspiration from Sting. And yeah, I do do moves from Sting. My finishing move is derived from Sting. I do the same DDT that that man did for 30 years to break people's necks. So yeah, I guess I do have some inspiration. Other than that, I liked how Undertaker didn't care about anything. He would go and he would kidnap the boss's daughter and string her up over the ring. Now, those were some days back in, oh yeah. And then there was Mankind. You know, Mankind was crazy. I liked watching the boiler room brawls. I really think he ripped his hair out one time, but I couldn't, I, I couldn't figure out if it was, you know, but, but yeah, but yeah, you know, that's what I was saying. I really, really like The Undertaker and Sting. Well, creepy wrestler for a creepy bastard. I guess it makes sense. So, Boone, let's talk about your wrestling training then. Um, how did you find the Lethal Academy? Well, I found the Lethal Academy because I was down watching a wrestling show in Naples. And this wrestler was watching me beat the living hell out of somebody just in the crowd. I just decided to for some reason. I don't even remember. I think I wanted money. And you need money to get drinks, right? I was pretty thirsty. But I, I don't know. That might have been it. But he saw me beating the living hell out of this guy. So he came up to me and he said, hey, what's your name? I said, my name Boom. He said, all right, well, I got this wrestling school up in, in Tampa that you can go to called the Lethal Academy. And I said, all right, well, who's going to train me how to wrestle? And, you know, he told me this guy, Jay Lethal. But I went up there to train with the man. And he beat the living hell out of me for six weeks. 
That man got intestinal fortitude. So if, if that man could do that, well, why else not learn from him? And that leads me to my next question. How many felonies did you have to commit to pay for training? What, what's a felony? Anything what's that's illegal in all 50 states in Canada and what, uh, results in severe jail time. Well, I didn't go to jail for anything. Okay, how many robberies did you commit? Oh, that's what you have to say. You just have to say how many robberies did I have to commit. Well, they made, there was that one guy. He was $200. I'm a one, two, three, probably ten. Oh, bless your heart. Uh, yeah, ten guys that are unfortunately probably somewhere at the bottom of a river. Oh, no, they definitely are at the bottom. Hey, whoa, whoa, is this being recorded? Yes. Oh, they're not at the bottom of the river. Well, it's been fun, Boone. Um, law enforcement's sure to see this now. So, boom, we've covered your past. Now let's talk about the future. What do you see for yourself going forward? How many people do you see yourself knocking out um, in the future in this business? Well, you want to know something? I've been wrestling for five years. Been a lot of disrespect towards Boone. Nobody showed me the proper respect. So for the future, I'm going to go to all your heroes. I'm going to knock them all off their pedestals. I'm going to go to all your champions. I'm going to take all their titles. The future is successful for Boone. Whether it be in Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. Whether it be in Knockout Road. Wait, they're gone. Whether it be in UCW. Whether it be in ARW. Whether it be out of Florida, it doesn't matter. You put me in the best with the, you put me in the ring with the best. And I'll put down the best every single time. That's my future. Hey, did you like that interview? You want to see more? Maybe some behind-the-curtain stuff here at Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling? Well, <clears throat> go to our Patreon. Become an enthusiast supporter. That's just 10 bucks a month, and you'll see this plus a whole lot more. Hey, for all your merchandise and collectible needs, check out ShopTampaBayProWrestling.com. We've got merch and more from your favorite superstars. We'll see you there. Welcome to the very first installment of the Dax Cast. We're going to go behind the scenes here, get to know Boone the Gator King a little bit better, ask him those tough questions, ask him what he's all about, and, um, and get the man behind the Gator. It's the first time we're doing this. Oh, yeah, I just broke character. Hi. How hey. you doing? Boone, welcome. I, um, you know, we've been... Uh, I remember recruiting you mm -hmm. from day one. You were actually uh, came all the way from down south, South Florida. Something uh, was it, Davie? Yeah, I came from Davie. Uh, so, yeah. so you came from Davie, Florida. There was another gentleman, Vinny, um, who came with you guys. You guys came up as a pair, mm -hmm. and I remember when you guys showed up, and we were at, still at the training center at the shack. Yeah. Up by the airport. <laughs> um, and um, we were doing orientation outside, and you guys rolled up. I'm a car guy. Um, you guys rolled up in the shittiest yes, vehicle I think I've fucking ever yeah. seen. Yeah. I could not fucking believe <laughs> yeah. that this vehicle made it yeah. from Davie, Florida to Tampa, Florida. Yeah, same day. For four hours in the same day. In the same day. And then on top of that, we would go through because we would go through our orientation and stuff like that. And then after that, um, you guys, I think, went back 
Yeah, we, we had to go back home. That weekend? That Maybe. night, we were only back home for like a week. We had to come up to orientation a week before we moved up here. What kind of car was that? I just have to. Uh, it was a '93 Grand Prix, I think. It was the Grand Prix. I think it was a Beretta. It was, it was something my mom had was red, the red one, right? Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah. It was. It was a Grand Dam. A Grand Dam, I think it was. Grand Dam. It yeah. was like the Pontiac Grand Dam. Bon, yeah, Pontiac Grand Dam. Or Bonneville. Maybe it was a Bonneville. It was old. It was definitely. It, it was old. It was a piece of shit. It was one of 500 cars that was never made. <laughs> just my mom. The car I had was crap. My mom just got hers redone. She wanted me to just drive mine up. So we'll get to mom. The, yeah. The Gator mom. The Gator mom. Um, yeah. We'll, well, actually, let's get to her now. <laughs> the Gator mom. She's actually been a talent, a performer. Yeah. She's, on Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. Yeah, she's been on. She's on fight, actually, I think. She's <laughs> on fight. <laughs> she point. came out with you before. Yep, yep, yep. The last time I was a face, uh, she came out with me. I was still wearing. That ugly hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you used to come out with like a straw hat. No, it was, was it? like a like a like a like something that you would Talk wear. Something that you would wear in um, they like uh like a fisherman. Oh, fisherman. Yeah, That's like a fisherman that had like the had like the net going down my neck and everything. And <laughs> the ugliest thing in the world. Definitely not a king. <laughs> but, but do you like fishing? No, I hate fishing. Actually. I hate fishing. I hate fishing. I fucking hate fishing. My dad loved fishing. He was actually from. I hate to hijack this, but I want to say because my dad's gone now. But he he's from. He graduated Sebring High School, and him and his buddies are were straight up swamp rednecks. <laughs> Okay, like I'm talking like they would go, they would fish for hours. If they saw something move, they probably would stab it. Um, and then they would leave them at the bottom of the river. And like in Arbuckle Creek in Sebring, Florida, uh, my buddy Cahagas lives in, Se in Sebring. Um, uh, I, I love that town. I really do. That's where my dad's from. Um, so I can recognize this, but my dad was a city man. Yeah. <laughs> really, he was. Yeah. His friends were were, were these were swamp the guys. It were these rednecks, and I'm talking true rednecks. And I could I never seen guys clean fish as fast as they were. I don't like fishing. Um, man, what's going on out there? Um, I don't like fishing, but the thing is, is um, it was fun with them. Well, I because was, they would just catch, 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 and we would go down the Everglades and we would drop our, our line yeah. in and. Like, I never caught so, like, you would wait 45 seconds and you would have a, a, a tight line. I was your dad, so I was the city boy with a bunch of rednecks around me. <laughs> uh, in Davie, you know, it's uh, one of the entrances to the Everglades. Uh, they have a park there, Holiday Park. Holiday Park. A lot of people probably know it from watching Animal Planet. It's where the Gator Boys are from. Um, so. Oh, the Gator Boys. Yeah, I actually did meet them once when they were all kids. I met their parents. I used to hang out in their little park area at night and do delinquent stuff with gators. So <laughs> this is all this is all true. You're not supposed to touch gator people, but we definitely did touch a couple gators. You know, um, the times I've been across because in wrestling we would drive across uh, alligator yeah, alley. alligator alley. If you're not from Florida, a a alligator alley is from Naples to basically like Broward. Yeah. Um, North Broward. I don't like. even take Alligator Alley when I go south. Oh, oh I, you go the other way? I go through Alligator Alley and I get off and I actually go through the Everglades. That's how right back I am. <laughs> <laughs> I get off and go take Tamiami Trail when I go Oh, there's there. Tamiami. I, yeah. I've done that before. Um, yeah. I, I prefer just staying on the highway and go fast. And It's kind of funny that people you see on 
just cruising. You can go fast there. on Tamiami too. There's no cops. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true. But be careful. Drive safe up there, folks. Yeah, please um, do. But uh, but sometimes you would see like these guys go and they would have frozen turkeys. What? That would be like spoiled. Oh, for the gators. And then they would throw them in yeah. to the water, and these gators would fucking attack. Yeah. Attack this, these these frozen yeah. turkeys. It was, so, it was so entertaining. It's it's very illegal, probably. But I wasn't doing. I was just suspecting. It's actually not illegal to feed the gators. It's illegal to touch them. Really? Yeah. You can feed the gators. They don't want you to feed them because it grows. It makes them get habit. A little educational moment. If you do feed gators, they'll keep coming to your house. And if they keep coming to your house to keep expecting food, when you don't feed them, Fido becomes food. So 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 how do the gators find you where you live? If they you feed them in the Everglades. They have GPS. They just don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> so I is a spot in the Everglades on Tamiami Trail. I take my kids there when we go down. I, I drive through there, and it's actually like they they have signs everywhere that said don't feed the gators. But I've seen the park rangers feed them, and you know it's it's for tourists. They want people to stop. Yeah. You know, so they want people to walk up and see the gators. But the gators will just stay there. They know they're going to get a food. Mm -hmm. They're going to get food at four o'clock in the afternoon. Why would you leave? You're going to get a steak dinner. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, it, it, so, so speaking of little gators, um, this uh, a little gator is a grunt, is yeah. that correct? And and Boone the Gator King has two little two. grunts at home. Yeah, this this um, tattoo is actually uh, for them. What is it? Yeah, this is this. It's hard to see probably on the camera. Oh, it's but a nest. It's a nest. the The egg is for my daughter, and the little gator is for my son. And then I will be getting it finished and bringing up the Gator King. Oh, my really? Shoulder. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I used to not be into tattoos a lot, but now like I see a lot of cool tattoos, and and, and if they mean something, I th I I think I can resonate with that. Buckshot um, art, by the way. Buckshot, buckshot art, man. Yeah. Also, uh, limited tattoos. Um, no, not anymore. No, no. What buckshot art. Buckshot art. There, he's a tattoo shop. Yeah, that's the James. That's I'm sorry, I can't remember your. He, it's Buckshot Art. His so, tattoo name. So James is in Lando Lakes, Florida. That's where I live. Yes. as well, and um, he does some of the best work. He is actually uh, sometimes known as James Mitchell. Yeah, or Michael. Yeah, he's our announcer for Tampa Bay Pro for most of our uh, super events. Um, James is incredible. Yeah. Shout out to him. Shout out to Buck Buckshot. Artwork, yeah, and uh, yeah, and then go to them anytime you want. He's one of the great, best uh, tattoo artists I've seen here. Incredibly talented. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, this, uh, so you got two kids. You were married before. I was never married. So you were never. So you got baby mama. I got a baby mama. Yeah. And how long were you with her for? Fifteen years. Fifteen years, but never married. No. So how long was the? Uh, from when you actually uh, met her to when she got pregnant? I uh, think we made it six years. Six years and you lived together at that point? By that point we lived together, yeah. Okay, cool. And, and, and I don't want to pry, but like, was it just common differences? No, yeah, we, just, apart we just don't, don't get along. <laughs> hey, they were just, don't fight with your baby mama, just leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier. Don't, don't fight with your baby mama. It's easier to just leave. I'm married to my baby mom. Yeah. So, um, well, they live in South Florida, and I moved up here. So, so doing the the uh, distance, the long distance fatherhood, parenthood uh, thing for the past what are you five years? Now? Five years now. Um, so for the past five years, I know you go back 
probably about once a month at least. You'd have wrestling shows over there. I'm sure you'd kind of stop by. I try and get wrestling shows down there since COVID. It's been kind of hard. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, a lot of the shows down there like completely stopped. I was getting booked down there two times a month. Okay. So it was easier to you know like kind of slide and go see them. They don't really like watching me wrestle. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most hey parents, you think it's gonna be cool for your kids to watch you yeah. wrestle? They're not gonna like it. Yep. You know, they worry, they don't realize it's fake sometimes. Well, not fake, but like, and I'm adding some things. One thing we have so. to realize as, as parents is, you know, for our, our wives or baby mamas or our kids, they don't love wrestling like we love wrestling. Yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't understand. And, and that's a hard thing because wrestling is like a drug that you need all the time. It's like a medication yeah. and you have to be, you know, get your fix, right? But the thing is, is they, they are not in that chain right of of need so and the last um, time my kids watched me wrestle Dax was actually when we wrestled oh was it yeah. what show was it uh, the uh, Tampa Bay Pro not the Battle of the Bay the one that we did after that oh uh, I don't remember I'm losing name. track of wrestling it was me and you yeah <laughs> so on time ago so many me and you it was the one that Cliff got uh, that Father Jim got involved in and you put him up on your shoulders oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that was the last yeah. time they watched yeah, me and they were actually crying Oh yeah, I actually I remember them yeah. there. I remember them at that show. Now that you say that was our second Campbell Park show. Yeah. Um, yeah, in St. Petersburg. Yeah, Battle of the Bay was the first one. That's when we did the Hoss match, and then we let into yep. that. And then um, yeah, no, they were crying at that show. They 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 couldn't. They thought this man was literally killing me. <laughs> we had a lot of fun, and uh, you know we both wrestled very physical. Obviously, you know I wasn't your trainer by any means. Um, Jay Lethal trained you at the Lethal Academy, um, and um, you're not a midget with muscles, Jay. Please don't kill me <laughs> and now. I remember when you came in; it was a it was one of our largest classes because I used to do the recruiting for Lethal Academy. Yeah, twelve people, <laughs> and we had twelve people. Yeah. Trying to think that class, Royce. Um, it was Crush the Sun. Royce was cr yeah, Crush the Sun. Santa. Mm -hmm. We had uh, um, Logan J.C. Mercer or Logan Mercer. Wright. Logan Wright. Yep. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I hate it. There was people. also Kelly. Oh, Kelly, Nick Abrams' Nick, uh, Nick wife. Nick Abrams' wife. Mm -hmm. And some of these people didn't make it. So or, or, or they made it and they dropped off or they had injuries. <laughs> right. Dean. Things. Dean. Dean. Yep. Dean was a big part of my class. David King, half, yep. one David half of the Midnight Tribe. Yep. Yeah he, yeah, he was a lot of fun. No, my class was the Jackson last. Jackson wasn't in your class. No, but my no. class was the last one that really had the veterans coming and interacting with. The students. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, it's five years ago now. Yeah. Right? I mean, but we had, you know, I, I think when we did our heat drill, there was 18 of them showed up. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> for you guys that don't know what wrestling is, the heat drill is a, it's like a four minute exercise that you have to do with each person. And we had 12 of us had to do it with 18 people. And I think the class took like four hours, right? Three hours that class. Wow. Yeah. And it was just us running the heat drill. And, oh my God! I've never. I wrestled a, a thirty-five minute match. <laughs> yeah, and, and and people don't realize like, I, I tried to cool that building yeah. the best that oh, I that could. Oh, that building's hot. This I had a lot more I cold. had three space coolers yeah. and this basically pole barn with uh, aluminum siding yep. in it. Yep. And um, it still was, it was miserable. Bumping in the winter felt like rocks. <laughs> yeah, like like our new training center is light years ahead of where yeah. we were, but I'm very appreciative uh, of being able 
to that kicked us off, right? That that got us going. With like, um, it's not about me, but like when I started, we were training in sort of industrial center, but smaller and yeah. not very nice. Um, when it was Uproar Academy, um, when I trained with Jay, and then when we moved over there. That was kind of just to get the ball rolling. We were there for two, two, three years. Well, you know, I actually shopped schools. Oh, yeah? I shopped schools between. I started to know a lot of, like, the wrestlers and asking mm-hmm. them where to go. And I, I'd ask guys, like, uh, like uh, one of the guys I asked was Martin Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if any of you guys, uh, what was his name on WWE? I I, yeah. Danny Birch. Danny Birch. Danny Birch was his name on WWE. And um, he did NXT for the past like, three years, four years, I think it was, that he's been on NXT. He just actually got released. And I think he's just waiting to get back into shape. But anyways, we'll get off that. He's a hell of a worker. Hell he's, a, he's an amazing worker. Martin, when you come back, buddy, I, I want to get it in. But yeah. yeah. No, um, well, I, I used to talk to him all the time. He was one of the guys that I got to know at Ronin Pro Wrestling. Well, I, I got, yep. Trevor I got Reed, in, in with Trevor Reed and uh, Mike Monroe. And, and I started getting to know a lot of the workers that way. And you know, I started asking him, like, Barrington Hughes was one of the guys that I asked. I said, hey, where do I want to go? I had three schools picked. I had uh, Team 3D Academy, mm-hmm. I had I Believe, and I had um, the Lethal Academy. Mm-hmm. And I went and I asked the wrestlers where, you know, where I should go. All of them were like, well, Team 3D Academy is good, but if you go to Team 3, 3D Academy, you know, it's... It's, it's, it's pretty grueling. It's you're grueling, not going yeah. To, and you're not going to touch the ring. Right, well, they, they, they all you told me. Yourself. Yeah, they all told me, you know, it's going to take you some time. And, they were, and I'm 30, I was 30, 31, 30 years old Late when I was starter. thinking about mm-hmm. starting, so... I didn't really have like six years to give like, you know, some of these younger people, you know, the younger students have six years, they go back to Team 3 before they actually get to have a match. So, you know, Martin was like, no, go to Lethal. Now, he was the one, but Barrington and them all said it too, but Martin Stone was the one that really was like, he explained why. Yeah. You know, he said, well, he'll make sure that you're safe. He'll make sure he teaches you the moves. He's very meticulous. He's very... Um, like, like, he centers his training around you and to make you better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like a wrestler... Is it true? It's true. No, it's true. Jay's the best, in um, my opinion, but I'm biased. So. Well, we're all biased. Yeah. I say he's the mm-hmm. best, too. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. So, but he, he, I came up here. I, I mean, I knew who he was. I watched wrestling for a long time. I was a big Jay Lethal fan. I don't think we ever got him to do the Ric Flair impersonation, though, no, in our class. No. Our class, I always wanted him to do. I don't, it. I, I don't like it. It's like you know, you know, it's he, he's not like a dog and pony show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean? yeah. Like you shouldn't. I, I, that's my opinion. You know, it's something that he does, um, or he did, and he doesn't either have to perform it all the time. Yeah. So I just, I, um, I think that coming here was the best move for me. Yeah. Um. The people I got to meet, I got to train with Hunter Law, mm-hmm. Snoop uh-huh. Strikes, Troy Hollywood, Stephen Frick, Danny Vincent. Danny Vincent was mm-hmm. there. I mean, we had the Dirty Blondes coming in mm-hmm. all the time. Troy Eddie Hollywood, Eddie Torres coming in. Troy Hollywood, yeah, mm-hmm. it was Mer- when Mercury ended up coming halfway through and mm-hmm. really helped me with my Mac game. And uh, I, I started off in, in high school. I used to do combat sports, so it was different. Coming to do what wrestling. What kind of combat sports? I did judo. I uh, used to box mm-hmm. a lot. And I did um, a little cop and draw training and jujitsu. Jujitsu mm-hmm. was one of my favorite things to do. I really like folding people up and putting them in submissions, but mm-hmm. it's really not a well, gimmick. So, 
So just backing up. So you went to high school where? I went to high school in Miramar. I was uh, actually homeschooled. Okay, you, you went to high school. So you tested out in yeah. Miramar. And then you, and then what What happened after? Like you, you graduate high school and then what happened? Like, uh, you know, UFC was getting really popular at the time. Though I knew I wanted to be a wrestler all through high school. So like my, my one of the uh, counselors that I have would take me to the gym and he would do weightlifting with me. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like, like, like pro wrestling weightlifting. So mm-hmm. that's why my legs were strong when I, mm-hmm. when I started and stuff. A lot of my body and muscle memory was already still there from high school. But UFC was getting really big and this was back like the early, like late 90s so it was when pretty much average joes were getting into it yeah you yeah. know you know you know a lot of people I, I remember when you first came and you were a little bit heavier then. yeah i was a lot heavier. How, how much do you think you weighed um well, i weighed 335 pounds when i started 335 pounds yeah like you were a heavier guy yeah. but like um i could tell as somebody like you know when i started i was in my 30s like around the same age as you and i could tell you had athletic ability at some point, yeah, and you were sort of like reactivating it as the weight started coming off. That yeah. athlete was showing more and more. You weren't like, "Hey, roly poly, got in the ring, couldn't do shit." You actually surprised a lot of people, I think. I remember and, the, and continued to do so. Well, I remember the first time I did a float over. Uh, we, we we did the headlock takedown into a float over, and and Jay saw me do the float over. And he was like, wait, can you do that again? Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, even he, because I said I did wrestling background, so, yeah. like, that kind of stuff flowed over and all that was easy. What was hard for me was not hurting people. Yeah. Like, not doing the move really. Doing too hard, doing your own strength. Right, well, because, you know, in, in wrestling and jiu-jitsu, you don't care. Yeah. It's not a matter of you holding back or you caring about what the other person, or if they can even walk away. Honestly, you want to win the match. Yeah, you got to eat them up. Yeah. So... Like when I was training to do that, I would a lot of my moves were forceful, impactful, mm-hmm. and it didn't have any care for your body. And I had that was one of my main problems coming to wrestling. Yeah, actually, cool, cool. So, um, so, so that was your start. You got started, um, kind of had this this background. I'm in the same generation age group you are, for the most part. So I remember. You know, the UFC breakout years with Chuck Liddell and Rampage yeah. and, and um, all those guys. Um, and I also was a big fan of, like, the old UFC, one, two, like, yeah. the heart of the... Uh, the no time limits. Um, the the uh, no time limits, no weight limits. Yeah, just don't um, hit him in the nuts. That's all I, I asked. It was almost like barroom style. Yeah. I love that stuff. Um, and then when they got, like, a little more regulated, I didn't like it as much. And, um, but... Well, but like I like the almost like Street Fighter aspect, like the yeah. movie Street Fighter, like those uh, sumo wrestlers versus cool karate guys. I thought that was so so cool. Um, so, but you were in that same generation. You probably, look, for me, I'll tell you, there were a few years that I felt out of wrestling. Yeah, because I, I, I was I, I, more in the UFC like, or MMA. Well, like, I, it wasn't that I, I wasn't watching. I just wasn't watching as often. I mean, if you want to talk about wrestling, we can get on to wrestling and that, and then what I used to watch mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, honestly, WWE killed the industry when they bought WCW. That's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I the, the, the wrestling got so watered down and like pushed into your face, and there was no alternative to watch. So I stopped watching wrestling from like. I want to say 2003. Was that because you didn't, because there was just one company, or was it because there was wrestling, um, like, 
because like if you were an OWWF guy, you liked the Hogans and the Warriors and the Savages and all those guys, Million Dollar Man. And then those guys went to WCW, and then when they went under, it was like they had no place to go because WWE was all the young talent at that point. You know, I think that one of the things that back there, back in those days, was the shock value. I mean, mm -hmm. guys were doing Monday Night Raw and then showing up on Nitro the same hour. I mean, yeah. it was, it was, it, 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 you didn't, you didn't have the internet to kill. Like, I mean, we just watched... Well, we, had the, well we had the internet. There were dirt sheets. There but, was Raj. Right, but you had to actually go look for but, it. But you had to be an enthusiast yeah. to do that. Mainstream people weren't doing that. Some people would sneak out and look at the spoilers. I mean, people knew Cody Rhodes was going to be a WrestleMania this year. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. well that, that was the worst kept... But how much bigger would it have been if they had kept that kayfabe going, you know? And I think that that's one of the things that wrestling is... It, it wasn't that I wanted to go watch other things. It's that... You could see the script, yeah, or like you could see it playing out. Right. It was, it was too elementary, I guess, or was, too basic, or whatever. They, I mean, it had no much. swerves or things like that. Right. Like, which, like, as like, as a more, I guess, educated fans, that's what you crave, right? Well, so, when did we get our next swerve? It wouldn't have been until ECW came back, and that was because nobody expected ECW to come back, and then. Here come ECW wrestlers that you haven't seen, like the Sandman and Tommy Dreamer, and you haven't, because, you know, back then people didn't know to go watch indie shows. They didn't know that these guys were traveling the country doing indie shows. I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I, like, to me, indie wrestling back then, when I was, like, in high school, indie wrestling was ECW. That came out at 1 o'clock in the morning so I, on local television. So I stopped watching wrestling for five years. Mm -hmm. um, my kid, my son, was born, Aiden. And uh, I wanted something to connect with him, you know, something to feel like we had a bonding moment. He didn't like a lot of sports. He didn't like baseball. He didn't like basketball. He liked wrestling me. Like we would have play wrestling matches. I had videos of him and stuff. And um, so I was watching Raw one night because we were going to go to WrestleMania. That year was in. The, it was the year that Rock wrestled Cena in Miami. So we were going to go to WrestleMania that year. So I figured, you know, hey, I got to watch something, yeah. see what's going on. And uh, I'm going to be going this year. And a, a commercial popped up, and it was uh, Ronin Pro Wrestling. Okay. Little 30-second commercial. Ronin Pro Wrestling is a company down in Miami. I, I mentioned them earlier. Um, and they were doing a Tommy Dreamer and a Rob Van Dam meet and greet. Okay. That's all they advertised. I didn't know anything about the wrestlers, anything like that. So I took my son. It was pretty expensive. We spent like 60 or $70. I have an, got a Rob Van Dam autograph, got a picture with him holding the ECW. Uh, Aiden, my son, Aiden. Yeah. Holding the ECW title, uh, the TV title that Rob Van Dam had because he had the replica with him. Mm -hmm. And uh, we saw the main event with Sean Prime and Tommy Dreamer. Well, yeah. So I, that was when I realized, oh, my, my wrestling legends are still mm -hmm. wrestling. And, I, and you're seeing Sean Prime, a guy you probably never heard of. I've never before, met Sean Prime. But, but you saw him go against Tommy, and then that was redeeming to... I'm sure Sean. Yeah, Sean's well, a hell of a worker. Well, his, well, he worked his ass off in that match. I mean, he made me a fan in a second. Like, he's yep. hard-hitting. And that's one of the reasons, and we'll get to that, one of the reasons that I had requested him to come up here to work with me. Um, mm -hmm. It really is a personal thing, and he really is one of the main reasons that I started wrestling. Yeah. yeah. That's not a shoot. Yeah. And, I, and you guys are going to play this out. It's good come to fruition. I can't wait to see more of that. I don't, I don't want to get too much into yeah, no, uh, how the sausage is made. But um, 
so you know like that was your first opening now I seem to remember I remember for when I first heard about you even before you kind of a training I believe when the mania was here in Orlando the last time mm -hmm. yeah I was there um, you were going to some of the indie shows and you were helping cover do coverage we were doing uh, like me reporting and, yeah like, me and a couple friends we wanted to do something that was well I think it's done now it has kind of been done, but we wanted to like take indie wrestling and bring it together. So there is no, well, there's no cohesiveness between companies in the reporting of it or in the. We were going to film storylines for wrestlers and promos for wrestlers and like what we're doing right now, podcast reporting mm -hmm. for wrestlers, and it was going to be to base the story of their character between all of the companies. So we were going to build a website that when you would go to the website, you wouldn't go look at Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. Mm -hmm. You would go find a wrestler like Stephen Frick, mm -hmm. and you'd click his profile, and then it would come up with like his matches of all the different promotions he's at. Like you know, he works at ACW. So kind of like Cage Match. Kind of like yeah. This mm -hmm. was before Cage Match, so that's what I'm saying. I think it is done now. I think Cage Match does it now. Well, it's somewhat is what Cage Match is like. I think it's in Europe. Yeah, it's like. Deutsch or German or whatever. Um, but we were going to travel the country. And we were going to try and get with the big leagues, big names and stuff like that. We started, one of the companies we started with was Full Throttle. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, John was very uh, helpful with getting us in. He gave us press passes. He gave us full access to the wrestling roster. And he has Because there was a show... Orlando City and Full Throttle mm -hmm. that weekend. Mm -hmm. We were at, we, we covered that. At, uh, where we were in MLW. Um, I can't remember. The Guilt. Mm -hmm. Guilt. We were at the Guilt, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. We covered that one. We were. I at, worked that show. Uh -huh. I was in the Rumble, and I think one of the Metro Brothers, I had three, well, had, uh, one of the Metro Brothers, uh, or both of them eliminated me. So I was up. I was upstairs with EC, EC3 talking crap to you. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> me and EC3 were literally sitting next to each other. And that was when um, another one of your students, or another one of the students from the Lethal Academy, started noticing me getting around. That was Brandy Warren. Brandy was there. Yeah. And I was about to get say that. I remember Brandy coming back, and she's like, "Hey, um, did did that guy contact you?" And I said, "Who?" He said, "Oh, uh, Grace." And I was like, um, "Yeah, he did." He's like, "Is he going to train?" And I was like, "Yeah, I." Pretty confident he's gonna train. He drove this jalopy with with uh, his little buddy Vinny all the way up, and um, I'm pretty sure they're gonna train. Um, and um, and uh, but yeah, shout out to Brandy um, Lauren, and uh, you know Brandy was uh, I guess she talked to you and kind of introduced you to uh, to this in a sense in, in addition to Martin. But well, I started asking after Martin talked to me. I started asking. But Brandy was in the school, like she yeah. Was, yeah, you know. Well, I started. Well, but you know, Brandy was traveling down south at that time. She was doing a lot of shows down there, mm -hmm. so I'd see her almost monthly. And um, Troy Hollywood was coming down, and Hunter Law was coming down. Probably Lindsay. Lindsay Snow. I didn't know was a student here. Okay. So but I she knew, was going down there. Right. I but I knew that Troy Hollywood was, and I knew that Hunter was, and I knew that Brandy was. So I actually approached all of them. Like, and that's what I said. I did shop the school when I asked the students. But, I mean, there's one thing that every wrestler said. You look at what is being produced from the school. And the names I just mentioned, I can keep going down the list. We pretty much run the indie circuit now. I mean, 
that is well, you, a way you, to like, see success. Like, like, like run the indie circuit in the Florida territory. Yeah. Iron territory, if you yeah. want to say that. No the indie circuit here in Florida. Yeah. So, so like, I, I kind of, like, think back on, like, what you're saying. Like, I try to rationalize this. This is what I do, right? Um, and, like, in on the surface, it sounds fantastic. But then, like, we know now yeah. it would never work because it's called the independence for a reason. They're yeah. independent <laughs> contractors, independent uh, talent, independent crew, independent promotion. Hey, guys, I've wrestled the same. Bunkers. I've wrestled so the same people for the past five years yeah. over and over again. Um, but but also, there is that camaraderie. It's a brotherhood, yeah. a fraternal thing or sisterhood. Um and, I mean, it does help that a lot of us come from the same school because I mean, in a lot of us do. But I, I take a lot of pride yeah. uh, in that. That I, you know, was a part of that process. I may not have been the guy training you how to reverse headlocks or whatever, but um, I think it was I, but but I was the guy that was the touch point and, and helped get a lot of guys in. We brought in over. We we've graduated over a hundred people. Mm-hmm. We, I, we probably enrolled at least twice that. Yeah, and I think if you if you think if you start naming the top wrestlers in the state right now, they're all Lethal Academy or Wrestling Lab students. So I'm, I, not all of them, but the Most people at least that came through this area. Yeah, were, I would say came through us. It, uh, but, but there's the newer ones. Too. The newer ones. I'm not, obviously the the, old, yeah. the older ones are. They're yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, but um. Well, I, I, I kind of just want to touch on that. I guess, you know, let's talk about stuff out of the state real quick before we finish up. I just want to kind of touch on, you know, um, you, you know, one of the things with a lot of younger guys, I try to tell them this, and I'm no veteran or whatever, I guess in indie terms maybe, but I don't consider myself a veteran. Like, I, you know, I, I'm just a wrestler just like anybody else. I, I guess I own the company and I've done some things a few things here and there, but um, but I tell them you got to network, right? You got to yeah. blaze your own trail. Yeah, you, you can't just follow what everybody else is doing that's coming out of your school. It's one thing to kind of buddy up, but you kind of have to break away um, for yourself to break out. And um, you started going out and working in Kansas. Yeah. And that was with... AIF, AIWF. AIWF is one of the connections that I had to be able to branch out. Mm-hmm. I was starting to do some of their super shows and then meet some of the promoters out there. Um, this and, year, and, and it was a, it was a, AIWF is sort of like a governing body. It's kind of like of, an NWA. It's like end up, it kind of like NWA with yeah. NWA with the funk that they started AIWF because they didn't have the NWA. Um, Right. It, Endorsement or whatever. 92, I think. 92, I think, is when they started the AIWF. So, yeah, right around the breakdown of the NWA. So, then they rose up. They rose took, up. kind of took that spot. Yeah. And, and um, so, they have, like, different territories. I've wrestled in different territories. You wrestle in one now, actually. Yeah, SWA. Yeah. Southeastern. Yeah. Um, my title doesn't have AIWF. No, it's not. that's not an AIWF title. But, but, but there is. I have wrestled for AIWF belts before. There is an AIWF set of belts. I actually went to California to wrestle for their, uh, I think it was their United States Heavyweight Champion. Really? Uh, championship. It was vacant, and they had a tournament for it. And um, Who was that against? Well, I went to East Bay Pro. 
East Bay, yep. East Bay Pro. Jacob Fatu wrestles there. He does wrestle there yep. very mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick Luxury is the trainer out there. Awesome guy. If you're in California, please check out that school. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, right? Yeah, um, no, they're not in Los Angeles. They're out of uh, Sa- Sa- San Francisco. Is the closest oh, North city. North, North yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Poncienta is the name of the Poncienta. where they are. But it's awesome school. Check them out. They really did me. I mean, I traveled from Tampa yeah. to there. Mm-hmm. And... The guy could have put me in first round and said, ah, yeah, go feed one of my students and get out of here. Or, you know, he could have put me in and he put me in somebody smaller. Go beat this guy and then feed one of my mm-hmm. students and that's really all I need you for. And, and, and I think when you start traveling and you show other places that you're willing to put that sacrifice yeah. in. Obviously, you're not making, like, they're probably not paying for your flights yet or no, whatever. Yeah, like, no. yeah, no, we want to get to that middle class where your flights start getting paid yeah. for and maybe your hotel or some trans or whatever, but it's hard to get to that point unless you've been on TV a lot. Um, but regardless, you are making an investment both in time and money and putting yourself out of your element and going out there. Um, I, I respect the shit out of that. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. And, and I do try, I plan on not enough money. people do that, and I think the reason is they don't have their life in order to do that. Yeah. Well, I plan on traveling this year to California because mm-hmm. WrestleMania is going to be in Cali. But 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 rewinding there, it started with, correct me if I'm wrong, there was a tryout for AIWF, and it was like a consortium of independents that were doing this big tryout. At, K- at KWA, yeah. At KWA. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It's Kansas a, Wrestling Alliance. Kansas Wrestling Alliance is a group of uh, three promotions up there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is um, the one that Sting was just a part of. Okay. I, I, I know. I don't remember the. I, sorry, guys. I I bank it. But the other two is Prairie Championship Wrestling, mm-hmm. and then they have XWE. Okay. XWE runs out of Salina, Kansas, mm-hmm. and then Prairie Championship runs out of Hutchinson. Um, the other one runs out of northern part of Kansas, but. They run, and, and it's actually a really great idea. I wish more indies would do it. Mm-hmm. They run together. Yeah. So. That's pretty, I, I, and that, as, as a promoter myself, that's hard to do. It that's is. That's hard to co promote. It, it, it's hard to get people to agree on anything. It, okay. And you know what it is, but their wrestlers, like, their champion for one of their promotions isn't going to go to another promotion and get, and, and get buried, you know? Yeah. So they're very, like, they're very like in tune with what goes on, and, and that's one of the things I like about it. You know, like they know, oh, um, they know that uh, one of their guys is Kuda, right? So they'll say Kuda just wrestled Remy, and they wrestled a forty-five minute Iron Man match, and you know, there's a blood like a blood feud coming out of it. Well, when they go to the next show, they'll still have that. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. correlate in, and it's just so like tie it back. NWA mm-hmm. used to do that too. Yeah, that's so. smart. That's smart. So you have some built-in, uh, some built-in storyline to give people a reason to buy a ticket, right? So this year I got Ring Wars coming up in North Carolina. Oh, I love that name. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be great. Yeah. Um, James Anthony, another AIWF show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna be doing that one, and I I am in contact with, like I said, some a uh, couple promotions in Cali, uh, SPW. And East Bay Pro, I have an open invitation to go back to East cool. Bay Pro. So, but with with WrestleMania there next year, and me and my fifth year. Oh yeah, that's right. We got Colleen uh, yeah. next year. Yeah. I figured I should uh, get my face out there. You know, it's easier. Hey, than- hey you know what? You know, I was at okay, Dijay, the, um, the 
I was at Mania. This year, right? This year. Yeah. Well, not WrestleMania, like the actual WWE event, but I was at Mania, Mania Week. Mania Week, I yeah. MLW stuff. And we had two shows, and um, it, I, I was telling the guys, I'm like, how if, if you're an independent wrestling and you're trying to do something, even if you went out there and you're just helping on shows, you're getting your name out there, you're networking with these people, um, you're meeting new people, you're seeing different wrestling styles. Yeah. You need to do it. Yeah, you do. You need to. You need to travel. And hey. if you're not doing it, like maybe you can't do it this year. Do it the next year, and because eventually you're gonna have kids or you're gonna have X Y Z in the way, and it's and you're not gonna be able to do it. So it's it's such a fun time to be around Russell. I will tell you, don't make it a family trip. Yeah, make no. it an independent thing that you do. It's, it's, um, it's a business trip. Go yeah. out there. It's don't, a business trip. You don't waste. You're not making any that much money back, so don't waste money on and, tourist stuff. And, and don't be one of these guys, but I'm not booked on any shows because guess what? If you don't go, you won't be booked right. on any shows regardless. But if you at least try, maybe get you booked on the show later on. Well, WrestleMania week is a definitely, like a lot of young guys, I think, they don't realize, and I know it because like you said, I did go to the WrestleMania week in, in, in Orlando. Yep. And I wasn't wrestling, but I, I went to... Like nineteen shows that week, yeah, and you know we did coverage for nineteen shows, and it was grueling. But the connections I made that week are part of the reason that my current wrestling career is a little easier. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 uh, quick question before we uh, sign off here: the for the actual, like when you got out there and you were working with the guys, and I know I, I this is a little to be, I kind of know the answer, but I want to get the get it out there. Florida workers are regarded as some of the best workers in the independence. And I think the reason is, is because we get the most work, right? Because um, yeah. we have a lot of shows. I mean, there's other places that have a lot of shows. But if you live in Oklahoma, you got to drive pretty far to get to a show where in Florida... You know, within two hours, you can find eight shows every week. Yeah, my friends in, um, to, to answer that question, my friends in Kansas, they drive four, five, six, twelve, twenty hours sometimes yeah. to get the shows. Uh, small shows. Small shows, yeah, we're not making Hot dogs and handshakes. Yeah, we're not making money on these shows. Yeah, 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 20, 50 dollar uh, paydays, you know. I mean, I flew up, I flew up to Kansas and they took care of me. They weren't, me, they weren't bad, they fed me. Mm hmm. They, they, you know, they, they fed me. They, they, they took paid, care of you the best that they can. They right? paid me a good rate. Yeah. But, you know, I still paid for my flight. I yeah. still paid for my hotel. But, and but I was willing to do that. Well, but, but that's your choice. It is but my choice. Right. You're not going to get seen. Yeah. You know, and, and, but I guess to go back to your question, um, you know, I didn't realize before I left Florida, and this isn't a shoot or a shot at anybody outside of this state, the work rate that we do here in Florida. Yeah. I just didn't realize that some of these workers in the in the country they don't wrestle every weekend. Yeah, I wrestle four times a month, mm -hmm. at least. At least, at least. Yeah. And then there's some months you like, feel weird. I, I don't mean I feel weird if I don't wrestle. I, yeah, I mean if it's a Saturday and I'm not wrestling. I don't really like. It's it's freaking. Two weird. weeks ago it happened. I was like, like I guess I'm going to a movie. <laughs> you know. I guess I will have to see this new Nick Cage movie. Yeah. So I mean, but no, I, I wrestle four times a month. This month I'm wrestling. Seven or eight, I think. I got three matches this weekend alone. So I, I think, too, Florida, you look at the trainers. We have incredible trainers. We have incredible, incredible schools. And part of the reason is is because of the heritage that we have here, yeah. the lineage yeah. that we have 
with Florida wrestling. Lot, and then also a lot of wrestlers retired. Yeah. A lot of like the big wrestlers. Big wrestlers they live down in here. Florida, They're here. And, and still, even now, a lot yeah. of wrestlers live in Florida because um, of the tax benefits, obviously, and the weather. Well, um, I didn't realize how many Florida how many wrestlers lived in Central Florida until I started wrestling. You know, it's come up. Like you said, I live in. I grew up in Broward, my in Miami area, and you know, I've been thinking about moving back. But one of the logistics of not of moving back that would be a problem is getting shows. Mm-hmm. You know, I live in South Florida. I don't want to drive five hours to get to a show. Yeah. Right it's now, well, it's not just five hours there. It's five, it's five hours, hours there and back. And back, so it's ten. Yeah, hours. so it's ten hours and in then one day. You got to take a break because you can't go five straight. But. Right. So I mean, but now I live in Central Florida. If I live in Central Florida, an hour here, an hour south, um, two yeah. hours yeah, west. Yeah, like the guys like you know, I feel I feel for like Barry down there, Barrington Hughes down in. In um, South Florida, or um, my buddy uh, Eddie of uh, Santoria Cortez, yeah. Man, those come guys up, they come like, up a lot like, too. Like they're landlocked, right? Yeah, they're you landlocked. Know, they on, can't on the anything. bottom there. And yeah, unless you get a company that's going to pay for your flight, yeah, and good luck. Yeah, and 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 nowadays, especially after COVID, yeah. I mean, to be honest, like to get back to that subject, this is one of the things I want to say. You know, for any workers that's watching this right now, anybody that's thinking about getting into wrestling, like he said, don't think that. Uh, Putting your money down for a ticket, putting your money down for a hotel, is not going to be beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. I personally, like I said, I have an open invitation to go back to East Bay Pro. Mm-hmm. I flew out there myself. Yep. I worked that guy. You know, I worked the tournament. I put my my ass in that ring, and I and I, I left it there. Yeah. And for I'll be honest, I paid sixty bucks. Yeah. You know, was it? What did my hotel cost? Two hundred. Bucks, yeah. Yeah. What did my flight cost? Another two hundred. Yeah, it wasn't anywhere but, near. But what did you? But, did but you now make I, opportunities. You make those offers, right. and then now you can capitalize on. Right. Well, now people like like you know, this show, like you said, regularly has the the Samoan dynasty there. Mm-hmm. The Fatus are normally there. Mm-hmm. Like these are these are people like if I get into a ring with Jacob Fatu and he likes me. Mm-hmm. The doors that could open for me. Uh, he gets family, man. And, you know, and, and Jake's a buddy of mine. I work with him. Yeah, the doors yeah, that could open, and, and you guys need to start. Thinking about that, you know, mm-hmm. like he said, the AIWF thing. Like, I went to do that because it is a, a governing body of people. It's it's mm-hmm. five or six people that govern six or seven belts. Mm-hmm. So now five or six people just said when I went to West Coast, they just said, "Oh, Boone's good enough to put to the finals." Mm-hmm. Because yeah. of why? Because they see me traveling to Kansas. They, yeah, see, they me see that work traveling that. to California, right? Yeah, you know, and and then that's what I say, man. Just put your heart on the line. I'm five years in and. Like I said, I'm thinking of going to Cali this year just because that's the best place to get seen is WrestleMania yeah, week. Yeah. You know, and if, if I start getting my name out there now and just keep working. Yeah. Just keep working. Um, I guess, is there anything else you want to, like, I guess, up, upcoming shows, uh, merch plugs, anything you want to kind of plug right oh, now? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can definitely find any of my merch. Boone the Gator King merch is on Tampa Bay Pro Shop.com. Shop Tampa Bay Pro. Oh, shit. Shop Tampa Bay Pro. Com. Right. I'm WWE fixed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, you can find all my merch there. I think we have tumblers there. We have a bag. I like the, the gym bag's nice. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, shirts that we put on there, hats, a lot of it's all original stuff. Yeah. This man right here helps out with all of it. I don't print it myself. I no. Nobody does it. But, no, but um, he's helped out with the designing. But um, and um, you can find me on Facebook. Just, just uh, I, I guess let's plug like some of the promotions that you work with. Of course, you work you know, over here at yeah. Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, um, but, but, but where else? You know, 
have you know have you worked in Florida that I mean I know you were down at at Real Pro with Zach and Jordan. I'm actually still undefeated at Real Pro. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, you know Zach and Jordan, you know plugged in my guys down there. Though. Yeah, uh, Real Pro is a great, great, great outlet for guys here in Florida, especially I, newer guys. Yep, I started yeah. off with them. I learned a lot. I, I and I, older guys. And older I, guys. I, I went, I went through my bumpy roads at Real Pro. They definitely like ironed me down. Um, some of the other great promotions in this state. I love working for Platinum Pro Wrestling. Oh yeah, J.K. Uh, he's down there, down south. He's got a real good wrestling mind, and now we've moved to TV production, so it actually is. It stepped it up. Yeah, it bit. stepped it up. I actually have to do TV production work. I got feed to a camera. It's so much different. Yeah, but we do this all the time. We do this here, but it, it is like I'm not like knockout wrestling. I was I was their champion. I was their last champion. Yeah, I was there when you um, won it. Yeah. We unfortunately they have closed the doors for a couple months. Uh, we will be back though. I think they'll be back. Yeah, we'll I, be back. I we'll think Nick will be back. Um, Shadow Wrestling Alliance is a new one that I'm enjoying going up to. That's with Michael. Michael O'Reilly. A lot of freedom in my character up there, so I like doing that. So Mike's doing that up um, there. But the big one that I'm that I got a plug. You got to come out, especially if you're Tampa Bay fans, Tampa Bay Pro fans. You guys are probably. All in the same area. Come out to Palmetto and Palmetto. Yeah, yeah check out Universal Johnny. Championship Wrestling. That's Johnny and Steve showing. We know. have big plans. So I, I know they're a big part of it. Yeah, I, I, I've seen some of the production down there. I, a lot of my guys that their kids their brothers are working down there. Yeah. Um, one of my mentors, Steve, mm-hmm. um, a torture. Um, exactly. He'll be wrestling Sunday. He, he's a he's a big part of that down there, and, and I see they're doing some good stuff. I love the production. It reminds me a little bit of when we used to run the roundup. Yeah, that's exactly like what that. it is. Yeah, that's how um, it feels. I've been telling them, that, you know, they've been trying to just hey, come on by, check out the show, and I and I do. I'm gonna try to. It's just I live in Land O'Lakes or Palmetto, but it's not that far. But um, it's just more time. But I mean, we don't we don't get a lot of like that. The reason but, I but but go back real quick. They are running a town yeah. that is notorious for not drawing, and right. they're drawing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. that is so... They're, I respect the shit out of that. They're notorious for, like, we. I think uh, uh, Fighting for a Cure was going to do a show there, and they actually had to pull out of their show, most not just because of ticket sales, it was COVID too, but... Uh, it was COVID. It was time. COVID, it was COVID problems, but, you know, they weren't, they weren't selling as much as they were in Sarasota. It, it, it's hard right now. Yeah. And like right now, I, I, I've been talking to a lot of guys, and like, we're not doing bad at Tampa, Bay, uh, but we definitely seen a, a, it's a the, hit, uh, because I think we're still in this weird hangover. It's this time. inflation, no, it's, it's and, and, and inflation yeah. and gas and you know, but, but and we have a war. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, we don't. But but UCW UC draws two hundred to three hundred a month. I mean, in an area like you said that doesn't. That's that's a hell of a draw for for this area, and um, I respect the hell of that. And so, how often does um, does UCW? We run every third Sunday of the month. Every we don't even run on a Saturday, so you okay. can go cool. see other other wrestling shows. Mostly run on Saturdays. Where do they charge for tickets? Like 15, 15, bucks? 15 bucks, yeah. twenty bucks for front row, yeah. I think. If this you are a wrestling promotion and you are charging less than fifteen dollars for a ticket, you need to up your price fifteen dollars. I'm just saying that. I'm not trying to hit the fans, but wrestlers are worth. Wrestlers and promotions are worth at least fifteen dollars of your time. I, I mean, mean, I was. I mean, at this point, you can go and a, a value meal at McDonald's is costing you twelve dollars. Okay, so you know, and 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 you and you're only uh, satisfied for about 
two minutes <laughs> for that. Well, so, it, you know, guys are busting their butts, guys and girls are busting their butts for three hours. You can pay $15. I'm not trying to uh, like be like a money grubber, but we got to keep the business alive. Speaking here. of the promotions, though, um, one last plug, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to be opening one. You are? Yes. Breaking news here. Yes. Well, we leave it on the Patreon, so I figured that would be fine. It's on the Patreon. Yeah. Hey, it's not. It's not public. This may. This may. The video is going on the Patreon. Yeah. But this might be in the podcast. This might. This might be in the podcast. So, so, so I kind of. This is a little loaded. I know you guys been kind of poking at me, kind of trying to, trying to get some questions. I, I know the other person involved, but yeah. But but you guys are working on something. You're shopping around for venues, which we is just need the to find a venue thing possible. Is yep. finding a venue. I just saw someone online asking about, hey, I need a venue that can do 300 people. I'm like, it's hard. You better well, break out the wallet, buddy. It sucks because, you know, where we're going to go is where UCW is. That was our first, like, a year but, ago. But, but they're there. Yeah, yeah now they're there, so I don't want to step on their toes. Yeah. But, you know, we well, are looking up We are looking up here in Central Florida. and I, You know, I believe in the laws of attraction, and you put it out there, and I um, maybe someone out there in... Um, the uh, interweb will hear it, or um, find me a venue, and or help help uh, him find a venue. <laughs> be, help him do this because then I can run my ring. And, <laughs> and he can also get on the show. <laughs> and he get on the show. Then he gets on the show. He can speed I'll, up students. I'll carny, I'll carny my way uh, <laughs> and make as much money as possible. Yeah, that's what it's yeah. About. I'm a businessman. Yeah, that's how we do this right here. No, I, no. I, would, I would probably work for Brother Rate, but, I, but I'm charging for the ring. So, so I, I, I'm thinking of running in uh, uh, Trinity area at the moment. Trinity, okay. That's, that's not that's, that far from me. Yeah. That's, that's where we're looking at the moment. Well, I wish you luck Thank with you. that. Um, I'm sure I'll be in the loop there. You so, are. Some, and even if I'm not, I'm we not going to be ring. upset. We need his ring. He's in the loop. <laughs> people, people just it, use me. Uh, show me the money. That's what I say. <laughs> So well, speaking of that, if, if you are looking for Ringo Tempe Pro Wrestling, <laughs> um, Armada Professional Services, that's what Armada Pro is, yeah. by the way, and uh, we do uh, and, uh, professional ring, services I, and, and rentals. Yeah, so if you guys are looking for production, you're looking for uh, rings, you're doing all that, I'm hijacking this so I can plug my, well, it, this is a, a plug just for my stuff so I keep the lights on. <laughs> um, go. Go to TampaProWrestling.com, and uh, there's stuff on rentals on that. Cheap plugs. Cheap plug, cheap plug. Um, well, thanks for having me, Dax. Hey, hey, this is the first one. I, I figured I would get the most interesting guy I could think of. Well, it's the first it, time anybody's seen me break character, so. And you were already coming, so yeah. kind of convenient here. Um, here, down here at the Tampa Bay Pro Training Center. This is, um, this, this is, this, this is... Not the same ring that Jay Lethal was beating up Ric Flair in last week, though. It is not. That that is over at the lab. Yeah. That's a, in the same industrial center. Yeah. Um, but it is a hidden incognito. You can't just go and see them there. Um, God, don't show up to our training center if we don't know you're coming. Because you'd be asked to leave. Um, we are uh, very try to be inconspicuous. Yeah. We're very protective too. So. Um, anyway, um, I guess final sign off. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Oh yeah, check out my social medias. Um, I, my Instagram just got changed to the Gator King Boone, so you can search it there. My, is it the like the like T H? Yeah, with not under, the the no T H E T H E with uh, underscore Gator underscore Boone underscore King. Jesus, that's a lot of 
Somebody stole the Gator King already. Jesus. So I had to like actually like change it. Imposter. Yeah, my Twitter is the same at Boone uh, the Gator King. I think is what it is. That's my Twitter. Is. You're yeah. on Twitter. I am actually on Twitter. If you are a independent wrestler and do not have a athlete Twitter page, yeah, you are right. not doing yourself not doing justice right. because that's how you get booked in um, other states. By the way, most of my promos and stuff, though, if you want to follow, like my my main page that I usually like keep up to date is my Facebook page. Uh, you can find me, just search Boone the Gator King, I pop right up. He pops right up. And I am the first person to show up. My ugly mug is right there. Um, but yeah, no, you can find me on all of those. I am very active on my social medias now. Um, a lot more than I used to be, because like you said, this is this is what you gotta do now. Unfortunately, it's the day and age we live in. So if you wanna find me on any of that, you know, send me a tweet, I will respond. It so, will be me, it's not some manager. Yeah, it's, it's not some big company skyscraper folk. Yeah. Um, one final question. Right now, realistically, if you could pick anybody to wrestle on um, not a squash match, match of your choice, um, that is a is still actively wrestling. Who would it be? Um, that's a good question, and it can't be me because I've ever wrestled. It's not times. you, actually. Um, it's not anyone in Florida, actually. No, I've been, I, I'm not uh, the, the guy that I would wrestle is in uh, California. His name is Sir Samurai. Sir Samurai. Yeah, he actually trained. Um, Oh, he was uh, Thatcher. Tim, Tim, Tim Thatcher, Thatcher. Oh, up in San Fran. Yeah, yeah. He actually tried. I know him. Tim. Tim, props to Tim, man. Yep. I want my match still. <laughs> but um, but he is he's a little guy, and he he has so much fight in him. He runs a he runs a group called the Honor Honor Society, and uh, they is run that out, a faction or is they it are a promotion. Faction. It's his students. It's his. Oh, students. it's his students. Okay. Yeah. But they run uh, the promotion is SPW that mm -hmm. I was telling you about mm -hmm. earlier. In, in What's SPW stuff for? Supreme Pro Wrestling. Supreme Pro. Sure. Okay. I'm sorry if I butchered that. Um, cool. But uh, I, he runs out of San Fran. Um, Sir Samurai. Sir like Samurai. S I R S I R Samurai, and he usually tags with his, uh, his student, little uh, Mighty Myra. Mm -hmm. And um, but no, I would love to wrestle him. Hey, I think. Hey, we're putting that in the universe now. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Hey. I believe it will. I'm not even questioning, Sir Samurai. Get ready. <laughs> you're coming to Florida, you're, buddy. You're gonna wrestle Boone the Gator King. I don't know where or when, but some at some point you're gonna wrestle Boone the Gator King. But he's really like you know what what when I the, when I watched him first I met him in Kansas. That show mm -hmm. that I told you to. I went in Kansas and he did this tag team match. And um, he got German suplexed by a three, like a, like a four foot girl. And he did all the work, and like he was just a workhorse, man. Like, yeah. When I watched him, I was like, oh, we could have a match. He likes the physical style that I like. He, he's very, he's faster than me, he's smaller than me, so we could play that big man, small man thing. Yeah. But at the same time, he's very, very physical. So yeah, he's one of the current actively wrestling wrestlers other than Eddie Torres that I'd like to wrestle. Eddie, Eddie Torres, quick plug for Eddie yeah. Torres. He is the authority. He is the authority. I mean, he's, he's the Judge Dredd of Florida Independent <laughs> Circuit. He's kind of what I need. He to. is 
the most grizzled yeah, veteran, veteran of all. Hey, I want to tell you right now, I'm going to plug myself, put myself over. I gave Eddie Torres the grizzled name. <laughs> because I remember he, made, so he kept making these rants, and oh, I said, God. Eddie, you are so freaking grizzled, and he popped for it, and now it's the grizzle rant. Look, a lot of people... I, 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 Eddie, I know I'm putting myself over. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it was about... I help you get there. I mean, a lot Lover. of people, you know, they they, they they talk bad about Eddie, but state line. But he state is his 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 approval. He's he's the godfather of wrestling here in Florida. He is. He, he is. is. If you if you if you wrestle here in Florida and you don't have Eddie approval over you, you should just put your boots in the middle of the ring and walk yeah. away. Eddie, um, and he Eddie, he's right. He's not Eddie, wrong. Eddie, you're like a cockroach. You just never go away. <laughs> And you just you just bite at everybody's legs. <laughs> now Eddie Eddie's a hell of a worker, probably one of the best work rate wrestlers yeah. in the in the freaking world. Um, I'm I was so happy to see him on AEW. Well, guys, that's it for the Dax Cast. I appreciate everybody here. If you want to see this in video format, um, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Ben Witt. What is our what is enthusiast? ten dollar tiers enthusiast ten dollar tier that gets enthusiast. into this that's going to get you to the video to the video portion. of this oh yeah 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 you so, want to see the video so you want to see the video you want to see my ugly mug you want to see his ugly mug and I got my shirt off oh Jesus <laughs> so what um, uh, what better don't you have to look? subscribe to the OnlyFans for hey, that hey, hey 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 no OnlyFans I don't have an OnlyFans Patreon, Patreon Patreon we're clean baby yeah clean I don't here. I don't do nudity I only show my my chest <laughs> hey hey okay. Um, guys, thank you. This is the Dax Cast. I'll see you at the next one. It's the Tampa Bay Pro. Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling. All right. Well, thank, thank you very you much. Thank you so Dax. much, Boone the Gator King. Thank you, buddy. Hey, for all your merchandise and collectible needs, check out ShopTampaBayProWrestling.com. We've got merch and more from your favorite superstars. We'll see you there.